Powered Podcast, where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. I'm Shelby Stokes, and here today with me, my co-host and friend, Casey Cool. Hello. And this week, we talk to editor, host at GameSpot, and JRPG aficionado, Michael Hyam. Welcome, Michael. Yo. <laughs> it's Hyam. It's Hyam. Oh, it's Hyam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. I've no, heard it. No, it, it's all good. I've ha- I've had teachers throughout my life say it incorrectly more often than not. So you know, I'm I'm used to it. I it's, am a teacher, it's, it's so all, that is a solid, solid dig. I would be I would okay. be because <laughs> names are important. So we're on brand, is what yeah. I'm yes, Perfect. I'm on brand. Excellent. I'm, yeah. I'm yes. every stereotype in the book. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, of course, man. This is uh, it's dope. Uh, I always like connecting with folks out there. Yeah. Uh, and especially if you just want to talk about, if you want to talk about life, you want to talk about JRPGs, man, that's, that's, <laughs> I don't know, that, that, that's, that's where I make my money. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, that's where yeah. we're, we're here to go. Uh-huh. Um, so I found you through GameStop after, actually, the first time I ever heard you was when you went on Giant Bomb and you talked about Fire Emblem Three Heroes uh-huh. uh, or Three Houses. Three Houses, yeah. Which is a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. I love that game. That was my goatee that year. Okay. And I was like, oh man, this guy really loves it. And then you hear it on GameStop After Dark. And then just your E3, you were one of the hosts of E3 this yeah, year. Yeah, I was. And yeah. Also, the dead giveaway is your persona tattoo uh, on your forearm. Yeah. <laughs> You're about that life. I am. I really am. <laughs> it's, still, it's still a work in progress, actually. Uh, I have uh, Persona 3, 4, and 5 tattoos on my arm, but I need to complete oh, okay. it. So. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know, I find a lot, I find a lot of uh, inspiration and a lot of uh, life lessons through JRPGs. Uh, I think like, um, and that's, those are the things I've connected with, uh, particularly when I was a kid, but also in my adult life. I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned uh, for those who pay really close attention to the themes and the story, storytelling of a lot of these JRPGs, particularly like Persona 5, which was kind of like a catalyst mm-hmm. in many ways. Uh, I played back in 2017 when it first came to the West. And that was kind of a catalyst where it made me rethink what video games can be, what what uh, like RPG storytelling can be as well. So it really hit like all the notes that I I. It, it's one of those games where you play it and like I didn't know I was looking for this, but this is exactly what I've been looking for for a very long time. And then so from there, it was just kind of snowballed into like Persona Four, Persona Three, Shin Megami Tensei. Um, getting back into old like replaying a lot of Final Fantasy games and then replaying them and realizing that there's a bunch of sh- things that I missed in the storytelling because I played those games when I was like a young kid or a teenager when I was like, oh, cool, awesome yeah. boss battles. There's like the storyline, cool. But now you play it as an adult, like there's a lot of subtext. There's a lot of themes that I didn't pick up on before. Also, there are storylines that I already know uh, hit very differently because obviously you grow up and you experience things and then you see it through a different lens. So I think that um starting with persona 5 which just kind of made me rethink and kind of look at storytelling and jrpgs a lot differently and realizing that there's a lot of value yeah in i think and you, sometimes you're not equipped you know when you're a young man or young woman out there a young person mm-hmm. and like you said experience is everything and talking experience you come from like a very diverse background you were not originally in video games you used to be in politics right mm-hmm. so what yeah what was the shift to get you to video games was video game always the goal to go right and be a spokesperson on gaming uh that's or voice in gaming that, that it's um that's funny because i was a GameSpot fan 
uh, like when I was a kid. That was like the first website that I used when I first had internet access at a library. I was like, FAQs and GameSpot hand in hand. I hear you. Yeah, I I typed in in like like in Yahoo search bar video games and GameSpot was the first thing that came up. And I was like, oh, cool. Jeff Gersman. Oh, cool! Yes. Like, uh, uh, like uh, Jason Ocampo, like all these, all these old school uh, uh, games mm-hmm. media folk. I was like, oh, GameSpot layout. The layout of the site looks cool, but for me, like reading and seeing all that stuff was like, those jobs are so few and far between. I'll never get there. So it was never like on my radar until uh, I was about like twenty five. Uh, like I'd been listening to GameSpot and paying attention to GameSpot and Giant Bomb, uh, like basically my whole life. Uh, that they've been around and for me it's kind of like i'm in my own lane like i went to school uh, for political science and uh, like i got i got into politics and i started doing like campaign management then i worked in the defense industry but when i was in the defense industry it was extremely um dry so (laughs) i was actually like listening to i was watching GameSpot and giant bomb videos while i was doing my work uh, and I had started to use Twitter a lot more, just like be active, like interacting with people and connecting with other like folks like Daniel Dwyer and like a lot right. of other other like people. I've been, yeah, that's my guy. No clip. Uh, yeah. Dance, yeah. Dance that, that's that's my guy. He was at GameSpot. Like I started the month after he had left GameSpot. So we didn't get to cross paths. Mm-hmm. But like he always came back to the office. I dapped him up. I like when he did his Rocket League uh, opening documentary for No Clip. Uh, that was in San Diego and I'm from San Diego. So I went to his meetup and I was like, yo, I'm going to GameSpot next month. He's like, what the hell? And we <laughs> chopped it up for hours about that. Um, but before that, it was just kind of like I was just scrolling through Twitter and I've always been like a writer, editor, like that was always mm-hmm. my thing. Um, and then so I saw uh, our EIC right now, I saw him tweet about a position at GameSpot and I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot and like see how it turns out. Um, if I don't get it, no skin off my back. But if I do, like how dope would that be? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I uh, but the thing was, it was like a position that so I, when I was working in San Diego, I was like, I was good. I was set. Um but moving to San Francisco, I went to a city that's a lot more expensive for a job that pays less. Right. Because uh, that's the reality of media and being a writer uh, is that uh, many of the jobs don't exactly pay well um, or at least don't pay to, like, you know, live on your own, especially right. in a no, city like dude, San you're Francisco. In the, the, yeah. No, I'm, I used to live in the Bay Area uh, a long time ago. I lived okay. in Livermore. All right. And I grew up there. My dad right. worked in San Mateo for a long time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in I'm in San, I'm in Daly City right now. Yeah, yeah. No, Daly's great. Yeah, I love the Bay. I went to high school around there. And it's funny cuz when you talk about Dan Dreyer and all those guys at GameStop to or GameSpot, mm-hmm. not GameStop. <laughs> that'd be a very different place, the GameStop podcast. GameSpot. So, he did that great documentary on the rebirth of Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. And you are a like truther you're a final fantasy <laughs> truther you're out there spreading the gospel of final fantasy online and now it's the big hotness yeah. on twitch and everything so okay one you gotta tell me what server to do it because i've been trying to get these guys to jump in with me because I, I loved wow back in the day yeah. and this is like this i and i love final fantasy yeah so this is way more up my alley but uh wh- why do you think there's been such a resurgence in this game or how it's finally taken over what's the deal there's uh so i've I've been following it a little bit uh and it's is like it was kind of i think it's like i i don't like necessarily giving credit to uh like the people who aren't the developers of the game but i cannot deny the the power and influence of uh 
like the World of Warcraft streamers who had jumped ship. So I think Asmogold has been like the kind of like the the key person that a lot of people point to. And whether you like him or not, you can't deny that he has a lot of influence. He has a lot of pull. And he is like the number one WoW streamer. You search any like WoW content on YouTube, it's clips of Asmogold. Like, um, so he has that leverage. He has that power. And then when he jumps ship, it's kind of like a, like another snowball effect where it's like other right. World of Warcraft streamers or other people who are embedded in, in the World of Warcraft community kind of see this on like on a new platform. Like, oh, I had no idea that Final Fantasy 14 was like that or that this game contained this content. Maybe I'll give it a try. And it's like his whole audience is like he has a huge audience. And then the streamers who want to follow that also have big audiences, too. So it's just like uh, like almost it seems like a mass exodus. Uh, of uh, people who are like want a new and different MMORPG experience and then realizing that F- Final Fantasy 14 was there the entire time or finally making a jump. And the thing too is like uh, 14 is in a, it's in like a spot where it's like chilling, like nothing's happening. There's, they're done with the updates. We're basically wait, right. waiting for the next expansion, which is like a cool time to like catch up on a bunch of content, side content you haven't you, done. You can have people that are geared out that can run people through things. Yeah. Right? And, there's a lot, yeah. yeah and there's like, it, this is kind of came out of nowhere and it, it's caught square enix off off guard because they're the ones like oh so like, we need to like do a lot of server work which we were did not anticipate that wasn't in our roadmap um because it's like it's suffering from success right it's like oh no we're, we're like, too good we're too oh, good everyone stop stop we're selling we're not selling the game right now we need to take a tea we ran out of digital copies taking a technical yeah I take a tea right here yeah and that's so wild it's like so cool to see because like i've been playing this game for about three years at this point um, which is a lot shorter than a lot of uh, other people have been playing sure. the game, but it's kind of like this thing I've always I've loved for so long. Yeah, like seeing it grow and take off. I'm like, yeah, oh yes, people are finally like a lot more people are seeing seeing the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you feel like it's one of those things where it's like I like this band before you do? And it was kind of already a popular band though. Sorry, <laughs> like, like I get the weird like kind of kind know? of, but but I'm not like gatekeeping like oh right. I knew I, 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 I was I was into this band before they got before they signed oh, a major record deal right. before That's they sold out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they literally uh, sold out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, but like for me, it's it's kind of like so. My work is yeah. like a lot of my work co- is covering uh, Japanese games because that's kind of where I've been embedded in, and mm-hmm. I love covering fourteen. Anytime there's news, or if I have an opportunity to do like a feature or article or video, it's like if I could do fourteen, like hell yeah. If there's more people playing, more people interested. That's boosting my my viewership. Yeah. That's boosting yeah. numbers. That that's like, there's more people who are interested in things that I want to in my work. And like, hell yeah, let's, everyone, hey, come on board, yeah. come on board. Like the servers might not be there yet, but like, come on board. There's, there's room for everybody. Yeah. So Shelby, what what do we gotta do to get you to jump on this ship? Because you do the we he you know we're busy dads. Like we have dad, and this is our side thing, and this is how we get our wives to let us play video games. No. Um, but we talk about Monday night multiplayers, and he's always we've played a couple games like a what was the the dodgeball game Knockout City Knockout, Knockout City, City. And that yep. was okay. Mm-hmm. That was all right. And then we've done some other Pokemon Unite has some potential. I definitely think. But I think what do we gotta do to get you on this Final 
fantasy train, Shelby. Oh boy. You know, I've been like, I, I'm like the JRPG newbie, right? For, for July. So I'm just like trying to get my feet wet. That seems like someone who has not eaten before going to like a five-star restaurant and ordering the best thing on the menu. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to start on this dish. You, uh, you mean a baby? Giving a baby yes, a five-star exactly. Menu? Okay, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is it something you feel like people can dip their toes in or what do you, or what do you play it on, Michael, when you play? Are you playing PC or are you playing console? Yeah, okay. I play I play on PC. I think uh, I I wrote uh, I wrote an article about uh, like a beginner's guide for to get into it because it's intimidating. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started, I was I made a character and I was like, "Yo, there are a lot of menus." Right. And like for for me, it's like it's always intimidating to jump into an MMORPG. Like I've done it before. Like I played WoW. I, I really liked uh, Anarchy Online. But when you jump, when you get plopped into the game, you're like, "Yo, there's." a whole keyboard of commands that I kind of need to learn. And also right. there's a lot of menus. Like how do I, how do I build a character? Do I mint max also? So 14 has been the most beginner friendly experience uh, because there's like no necessary, there's no character build. There's no like, Oh, I need to research what class to pick because that's what right. I'm going to be stuck with. Like you can play any class at any time uh, with one character. So you can make the shift nice. whenever you want. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, uh, how, how, what's I don't know what the phrase is, but like um, or the word is that you don't have to like live with like there's no like final decisions you have to You're make. You're not at stuck. The You're yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You can't paint yourself into a corner. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so it's it's very beginner friendly in that way, but also like all you if all you want to do is the main quest, that's you can just do that. For mm-hmm. a long time, that's all I did was just like I'm just gonna follow the main quest and find out what's what's going on with the story and then maybe do a few like world events that are going on and like that's the only like if you want to follow that path cool like that's all you you don't have to worry about all the other things happening around in the game unless you want to because that's also the the main quest is also a a a good um starting like lesson like let's Mm -hmm. show you how to play the game Mm. what the game can offer but also let's start to build the lore a little bit and a lot of people say like a realm reborn which is the base game is it that exciting it's not but it is a good it's a good tool to kind of ease you into what the whole experience is so like once it starts to really really hit with the first expansion you know you have you're equipped with all the tools you need to kind of do the cool shit that the game has to offer nice Mm. what class do you play when you play Mostly, I main ninja and monk. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so my DPS, car- yeah, yeah, D- DPS mainly. So, I, yeah, DPS is also recommend playing DPS if you're a beginner too, because I think the uh, you only have to worry about yourself. You have to right, worry about doing, pressure. yeah, doing damage. If you just understand your attack rotation, like what your combos are, you're good. Stay okay. out of AOEs, you're good. Um, tank and healer have a lot of responsibility, but those those are they're a lot of fun. But I think that especially for MMO new, like if you're if you if you tanked or healed in like WoW or any other big MMO, you could get into fourteen. Like I understand my responsibilities, but if this is like your first experience, definitely go DPS. Uh, pressure's off you. Uh, you just worry about your own thing. It's it's fairly easy to pick up. I would say. Yeah. I can carry us, Shelby. That's what I'm here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, mean, I really like the idea of being able to play the main storyline and try to get my feet wet, and then like try to go into raids. Because I was one of those guys that tried Dota a couple of times and then got yelled out of the chat room, oh, no. and then I'm like, oh well, not gonna play on the internet anymore. Yeah, with yeah, the so. gatekeeping. Yeah, it's not. I don't think Final Fantasy is not like the WoW or Dota community in that like there's not people that are gonna 
just turn you off and yeah they'll find yeah. you'll find groups yeah and i played a decent amount of wow yeah. i never got to the point where i would raid with with teams and whatnot i know mm. you were on like a schedule casey there for a while um yeah, i never got that deep i was on the high warlord grind for a while damn okay okay so you, you... general blastoise was my, <laughs> my name for a while because my gamer tag was blastoise and wow i was torn away because <laughs> i am also about that jrpg life but yeah more and more on final fantasy to come with us absolutely sure. it, persona has to be your favorite but that wasn't your first jrpg what was your first jrpg experience as a young man that sticks out to you i can't i can't remember which one it was but i always talk about the three that uh i had growing up was chrono trigger final fantasy 6 and super mario rpg oh banger banger uh, banger that's those yeah. are all great I, games Actually, I think my first was Final Fantasy IV. So, oh, yeah. um, what the the way this was like? So back in 1995, 96, my so my brother is he's older than me, so he had he had the gaming consoles. Right. So when he bought a PlayStation One, he gave me his SNES, and he had he had like twenty ish uh, SNES games, but he sold most of them uh, to for to buy the, uh, the, the PS One. Yeah. But he was like, "I'm going to give you my SNES. Pick three games that you want to keep." Uh, so I picked Super Mario RPG, Chrono Trigger, and Final Fantasy VI, and I was like, "Oh, like I watched you play these games already. These seem like the dopest ones." <laughs> Yo, that changed my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that decision I made when I was five years old. Dang, dog! You, <laughs> you don't even know that. <laughs> oh man, I. So we're a little bit older than yeah. Oh man. Yeah, okay. That's uh, a <laughs> that's a good commitment for you knowing like these these games are great. I would have been like turtles in time done like that you just yeah. get that at that age. So yeah. those are, those are kind of the pinnacle that everyone kind of talks about with those six. Chrono yeah. Trigger. We have, uh, we've got a couple people come on. I've been praising that to Shelby for years. He has never played Chrono Trigger and that's the one I would love him to play. Um, currently we've had some debate. Where do you think the best version to play Chrono Trigger is right now? That's, that's hard. Um, a lot of people, some people say try and get uh, like the OG SNES version. Some people abide by the, the DS version. I think I actually think that the the Steam version is is really good because because uh, like so Square Enix is, is well known for putting out Squirtle, Squirtle. ports. Uh, sorry, Square, yeah. Square Enix. Like I'm not I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. Like y'all's port. Yo yo. <laughs> so so the pixel pixel re- something in my throat. pixel remasters are actually like good representations of the games, but they're the the typeface and the font is absolute trash once you, if you can mod the game like there are people who have started to mod pixel remaster for the font type oh. and they were like yo this is actually pretty dope because they redid the music uh like the the sprite work isn't bad um like it's it's decent uh and then so they're like okay cool we we can we can mess with these it's expensive though like you know what i'm saying like because if yeah. you want to get the whole collection for all i know that uh four five and six aren't available yet but if you want the whole collection it's like 80 bucks like yeah. damn y'all want me to spend 80 bucks on, like i love those yeah. games but damn man come on i know it's it's weird i had the the ones on my phone so how i figured this out <sighs> when i started paying out is when they changed it to like they changed something in the title uh they said not digital right they changed uh-huh. that in that thing and i was like what is this yeah it's really weird so okay, the Chrono Trigger port is good. Sorry, I know we're all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the, I think the PC port is is pretty good for Chrono Trigger. So like, that's a good way to play. Like, it's probably the most accessible way to like. I don't know if anyone got like still got like a 3DS. If you want to buy like a, a physical copy of, okay. uh, I, I still I still for my 3DS. <laughs> yeah. um, 
but like i don't know if you want to buy a physical copy because it's kind of expensive sure. but like you just get, you can get the steam pc port for like i don't know 10 12 bucks but and like that's a good version of, like that's a good representation of does it have the anime cut scenes that's the real does it ah, i don't think so the 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 ps the ps1 version oh and got, the ds1 got, does too i believe if you got the if you got an emulator if you got a ps1 emulator what I don't know if I could say that out loud. Yeah, you can say it out loud. Yeah. If you got Emily, you, you, you can get If you buy a copy of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wink. I, I, I've, Wink. I had, I, wa- I watched, I only watched the animated cutscenes like recently too, because okay. I played the SNES version. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. There was a PS1 version that had uh, animated cutscenes. Like, yo, it's like Toriyama mm-hmm. art in like in motion. It's Chrono Trigger. Yeah. I've never seen this before. Yeah. Like, I thought I knew everything about this game. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty wild. It is. It, that's why I love Dragon Quest XI so much because mm-hmm. it's just like that's one of the best representations of Akira Toriyama's work. Yeah, like, it's like modernized, yeah, right? It's, like, it's oh, wild. Perfect. I love that game. Was yeah, so it's good. cool. Oh. So, but Persona is one that is on my personal backlog. I've never played a Persona. Oh, okay, I've always wanted to try a Persona. Everyone that knows me that knows I love Dragon Quest, <laughs> you need to try a Persona. So, if I'm to do this, if I'm to put this on my backlog next year, how? What's the best way do you think for me to jump in? Would it be Persona mm. Strikers? No, I, can't. I just I can't. Persona Five Strikers is is one of my top games of the year. But okay. like, <laughs> don't, there, like, like, don't you do it? No, that 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 game like Persona Five Strikers is an is an incredible piece of uh like is that's an incredible game for those who love Persona Five. Okay, uh, those who never played are probably like wait what who are y'all like because the thing is like oh we're back together like i don't know y'all so like how am i supposed to like what uh so i would recommend 1000 percent starting with persona 5 royal okay um because i think that like i went backwards and obviously you want to start with the the best in the series uh to kind of hook you in and persona 5 is i think uh, i mean obviously like so each per- so each persona game has their own thing that's like very uh, value it has its own th- strong theme it's that hook. I think is yeah it's hook that that's different from uh, one another but I think five is just an absolute uh, masterpiece of a game that kind of when I have gone back and played four and three I could see the 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 evolution the lineage of like oh, okay they had these these mechanics these uh, this t- kind of storytelling and I could see how like that it led to five so five is such a it's Man, there is there is not a game that moves and looks as dope as Persona Five, uh, like it's just an incredible piece of animation and artwork and music that it all it all feeds into one like really strong theme too. So it's it's so cohesive in how all of its different elements, its mechanics, its style, uh, all the production values, all feed into one central theme, and I think that like. I don't know. That's that's such a. It's it's in, it's incredible how the music brings out the emotions out, out of like the 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 most pivotal cutscenes and like when you're actually playing like the big battles, it it feels like you're fighting for the thing that the characters are fighting for, uh, and that's built throughout it being such a long game. It is a hundred to hundred twenty hours. It took me one hundred twenty five hours to finish Persona Five Royal for review, uh, and it, it could have easily been one hundred fifty hours. And you need a lot of patience. I will say that much. Uh, it does take a little. It, it starts really strong and then kind of like slows down and says, "Okay, now you're going to live your life as a Japanese high school student." And then now we're going to kind of build a, a build up from there. But I think that as an adult who played, I was playing when I was 26, and I played it again for review a couple of years later, obviously for uh, when Royal came out. But 
I think it doesn't matter like how old you are. I think that it's uh, essential themes are. I think everyone can learn something from that game. For sure. And as yeah, well, well, yeah. what is what does the royal designate regarding Persona Five? Because admittedly, Persona Five has been on my backlog since 2017. Uh-huh. So I mean, it's just been something I haven't got to. Okay. Would you recommend Persona Royal over? Persona oh yeah, yeah. 5? So Royal is basically like uh, like a director's cut, I would say. So it has uh, has a bunch of quality of life changes to its gameplay. So it's actually a lot more a lot more fun to play. They've added a few like they've tweaked the battle system. They've tweaked the dungeons to make them a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, they added it, it and it has a ton of new content. So that's the major thing is like um, there's new like the thing about I don't know how much y'all like know about Persona, but a big part of it is the social simulation elements. Okay. Um, yeah, and they they've reworked some of those uh, some of the um, the uh, like what you have uh, social links or confidant arcs are like how you the relationships you build with individual characters they kind of like tweak that system a little bit uh, to make it a lot more easier to see all those things through because you kind of have to like plan your day like right. okay on this day I'm gonna go get lunch with this person so I could build up our oh, social okay. li-. they've made that a lot more seamless and they've added additional stories to it that are actually uh, very important to kind of the, to feed into its central themes uh, and then. Story-wise, there's uh, there's a whole like ten to fifteen hours at the back end of the game, and uh, I think like that might sound like okay, I like uh, this hundred hour game, and then there's going to be ten to fifteen hours more of content. At that point, but you that might as well you're in that deep, you know. Yeah, you've, yeah, you've done. Yeah, you've, you've been that long, but I think that it did something that was like because uh, going into it, I expect is like oh, cool, more content. If it's if it's uh, more of the same, I'm cool with that. But I think that it's so strong because uh, not it, it's thematically consistent, but it also flips it on its head where it's it's genuinely surprising. Like, I did not expect this game to do that, uh, especially as someone who played the original Persona 5 and was like, OK, I just want to see what this I want. I'm curious to see what this new content it is. It does it so well because it's it's not just like, boom, here's a new chapter. It's kind of it's seeded throughout the game. It kind of keeps hinting at it. There's there's two new characters in it completely new characters who are like who matter throughout the story but once it gets to the end you're like oh that's why they've been putting these characters in the story to begin with it's it's such an incredible payoff and it's like it's like having the best game have two incredible endings to it um it's really <laughs> fucking cool me. man it's just like you just feel cool i'm as- gonna have to move that one up i mean it sounds really good yeah it's like emotionally overwhelming but also it also it makes I don't know it's it's so it's badass dog like I don't know what else to say like it's just like it Persona Five Royal encapsulates everything I love about JRPGs and it's just the strongest representation of what a game can be. Persona Five sat on my list for three years now. Uh, do you have any games on your backlog oh, that you've been? Yeah, dog, I got I got so much, man. <laughs> I think I got four pages. So so what, no what no no no. Do not lie to him. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So when we started the show, we talked about backlog, right? Because uh-huh. my whole thing is like I like to beat my games. I want to play Absolutely. them. I want to know them. And he's like, yeah, I have a pretty good backlog. And he sends me this document, and it's fifteen pages. Of top ten lists from different websites. I'm looking from up like, right now, it's nine pages. Oh, it's long. nine now. Okay, good. We've narrowed it down. It's he's been keeping track of all these top ten uh-huh. lists for years, and I was like, "You're there's no way you're gonna play all these games." But okay, let's do a show. So if you had to pick yours, we kind of, that's how we do it. Like we talk about, okay, these are what are on my list. What do you choose? What What are the ones that you kind of for have backlogs in your backlog? Yeah, they really want. Damn, to that's that's through. tough. That'd probably be 
Um, I do want to play. I don't know. I don't know if I'd consider it backlog because I'm still working through the Cold uh, Legends of Heroes games. So they're they're already on my radar because like I'm still working through oh, Cold trail. Steel, yeah, 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 yeah. Those Cold Steel rad. and uh, Trails in the Sky. Uh, so I don't. I wouldn't necessarily c- consider them backlog because I am uh, I am on that path already. Uh, I I want to like I I want to go back and play key JRPGs from like the PS2 era that I didn't mm. get to because like my taste changed during that time. I started getting more into like shooters and stuff. Yeah. So I have like um like a gap. Uh, I think like Dragon Quest Eight is a okay. is a big one. Like I played Eleven and I was like that was the that was the first Dragon Quest game that I like played from like start 11, to finish. And yeah. I was like oh okay Literally. like yeah. And I, I I like feel like I missed out on this is the eleventh one. I feel like I missed out on the key ones. Like a lot of people t- point to uh, DQ Eight as like one of the yeah. one of the highlights of the series. So that's definitely one. And I I still have I have like an itch to play. Um, like older games like right. i'm very open to that so definitely that there are uh shin megami tensei games i haven't uh played yet like digital devil saga um and also devil summoner uh i try i i, I gave them a, a try i was like okay i can get into this but i don't have the time right now um and i had played through the uh i, I played nocturne before and then i played the remaster and i was like damn uh it's like shimagami tensei is such a wide fucking series like where do you even go but like i think digital devil saga is definitely another ps2 game that i want to um i want to give it uh like an honest try uh at least at least see what it is and Mm. fuck i also like so tales of arise is coming out soon right the tales of series is yeah and i i I played symphonia (laughs) like on gamecube that's the only one you need to play that's i mean they're all yeah but okay i'm gonna i'm a big i like (laughs) tales of and i played tales of a spirit jan achoa came on and told me to finally go and beat that because that okay and uh and i like tales of a spirit the dog's cool but tales of symphonia that's like Okay, that's like that's the one. Yeah. yeah, I played it a long time ago, and, and I was, it's pretty much rinse and repeat from there. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this was a cool game, but yeah. I was also like thirteen at the time. There's Vesperia, there's Abyss, there's this, this, and that. There's Berseria, like right. uh, I, I like going at, like with the Rise coming out soon. I'm like, damn, that I'm... does look. The Rise looks really yeah. good in what they're doing. I I'm interested in that, and Vesperia is good too. I get I Symphonia is my personal from yeah. that one. Have you ever tried? Do you play like uh, like a Dark Cloud? Dark Ooh, I played Dark Cloud play one. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 it was cool because it was like the it was like the city building. Yeah. Along with yeah. like the dungeon crawling, but I found the dungeon crawling to be really, really repetitive. No, I wanted to build the city more too. I wanted the social interaction. I found yeah. that a lot too. Yeah. But that was Dark Cloud one, and I didn't get around to two. So when you talk about social interactions in games, and I think that's something that's gotten Shelby hooked. I know, like for me, Fire Emblem, that's a huge part of Fire Emblem, the support system. Uh-huh. And then Three Houses, it's a teacher uh-huh. sim, so I get to do my real job in a video game which is great which I, actually <laughs> yeah. I was like oh man if i could teach kids how to fight with spears this would be rad but um and you <laughs> know don't. you have to deal Please with don't. we're gonna see you on the news here pretty quick no i mean i've been a lifelong martial artist i think i think i could make a strong case for pe but yakuza that's something that's really caught you for like yeah, dragon, right for sure so yeah that's been the game that i'm playing through for july and yakuza like a dragon i saw credits yesterday and man oh good. snap so good 
all the way through. Yeah, you. I see the poster on your wall, Michael. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I I can't believe how much I fell in love with this game. Like somebody that doesn't play JRPGs a ton, like this game is just phenomenal. Like all the way through, it mm-hmm. lulled a little bit for me when it was like, okay, it's obviously time to go grind out a dungeon. But once you get through the dungeon, mm-hmm. it really feels like you could run through, run through it once and then you're good. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like there's endless grinding that has to occur before you move on. Yeah. Damn, man. Oh, Dude, yeah, that, I that ending sequence is really good too. I can't believe it held my is attention. It? Yeah, so like the controller yeah. timed out three different times. I'm like, oh man, I'm still watching this and I'm engaged. <laughs> like I let yeah, the yeah. go and then you still get a scene afterwards. It's like, okay, I I'm in. I'm in on this game. Did yeah. they set it up for more of these type of oh, games? Absolutely. Yes, for sure. I mean, oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and I mean, I, I just really enjoyed it. And I don't know if I'll ever go back and replay the other Yakuza games because I think they're different than what like a dragon is. They're beat 'em ups. Right? Yeah, right. I mean, isn't the gameplay completely different? Have you guys played any of it, it, okay. Yeah, it it's it is completely different, but Oh boy, I, like Yakuza Zero. Isn't Yakuza Zero a beat 'em up? It's yeah, it's like it's like uh, so it, it's still uh, the only thing that that's different is gotcha. the combat system. So uh, instead of like going into like oh I ran into thugs on the street, now it's like a like a turn based arena. Um, it's like okay, now I'm in like a like a, a beat 'em up arena right Final here. Final fight. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and it, it's it's a real it's really good in that it's almost like playing a fighting game like a 3d fighting game um so if you're into that that's cool but like the spirit of yakuza has been extremely consistent good and i think that um so i always recommend this to people is that they play they try yakuza zero so zero is again like i think like persona 5 royal it is the best representation of the series so it's a prequel so you can it doesn't matter if you have prior experience just jump into this game and learn about the new character learn about all the characters fresh and also as a prequel it came out after five so it incorporates the best elements of the series that they'd had they they already figured out what's the best parts of the series at that point so like okay let's build a prequel around the best elements of the series so that's why i think it's such a good representation why i always recommend it to newcomers like try zero if you don't like zero then you're probably not gonna like the rest of the series but if you fall in love with zero which is more often than not you are in you are in (laughs) for life going away yeah Yeah, you are another one that's been on my list for a while and i knew that this one got a lot of praise Uh last year i'm like okay it's it's on game pass i can play it for free and um, I just fell in love with it. Like, it's it's really, really well done. Like, I found myself grinding out battles Good. to get the bonds up on characters, which... Yeah. Hobo Jesus was yeah, the Yeah, you know, the they, they dropped a couple the... of hobos in, in a dungeon, and I grind out those uh, metal slugs, as we called them last week. What is it? Slimes. Metal it's slimes. slimes. Metal bugs. Metal <laughs> slimes. I love that you're trying, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're close. You got yeah. it. <laughs> I was kind of shocked at how invested in the story I was come the... Come t- when I got to the end, like there's a lot of moving characters yeah. throughout the entirety of the series and you're constantly trying to get to that next boss battle and then you take that one out and there's one more behind yeah. him. So, you know, you can kind of feel those beats, but I still think that I had some pretty good turns throughout the course of the entire game, even up to the last couple of hours. I was like, whoa, okay. Did not expect that to happen the way it did. Yeah. It, really, really good. Yeah. That, that's that's what that's what yakuza does they all like the thing is like you play eight of these games you kind of like all right what's what's the big plot twist 
And then I'm like, okay, it's the plot twist. But even when you see the plot twist, you're like, damn, y'all got me. Like, I didn't know that was going to happen. I knew something was going to happen. I didn't know it was that. Uh, when the locker baby scene came over, uh, came up, I, it like blew my mind. Oh my God. Yeah, God. So no spoilers like, if you're listening to it. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. some stuff that happens. Yeah. So or if like, you what? want to spoil yourself, Google locker <laughs> baby. That's what I'm going to do later. Well, <laughs> it's on my list. Yeah. So there's a baby placed in the locker in the early hours of the game and it comes back around there at yeah. the end. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like even little elements like that, I think that's why I appreciated it most is, you know, I, I completed it at 55 hours. And here I am at the end of the game, and they're making callbacks to like hour two and yes. three. So cool. it, it, just the way it all kind of comes mm-hmm. together and cascades on itself in those last couple of hours was pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And another thing too is like the the OG Yakuza games are they're not as long, obviously because like a dragon is a JRPG and it's kind of like embodies that spirit of uh, just how long a game can be. Uh, and it definitely earns like I I've been in like forty five hours and like. I enjoyed every hour of it, even like the even like the That's long right. like the longer drags of it. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm playing like this. I still l- I like being here. Um, the mm-hmm. other Yakuza games are about like twenty ish hours. Uh, you could probably get through them in like fifteen to twenty, depending on the side stuff. But I'll tell you now, like the side, like well, you you play the game, so like you know what the side yeah. ca- content consists of. And yeah, yeah, and really good, yeah. like handcrafted side yes. content. Like it doesn't feel like go kill five, you know, rats. It's full yeah. on handcrafted substories, <sighs> which I appreciate. Absolutely. Yeah, that. like, cool. oh yeah. man, that is that is consistent throughout the series. And, and here's the thing: once you realize the quality of the content in that game. I swear every time I was like, okay, I'm going to turn this off for the night. I was like, okay, just one more thing. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go do one more mission or I'm going to go back to the bar and increase my bond level yeah. or I'm going to go look for this certain weapon type. Like it seemed like every time I was going to turn that game off, something kept me in for another five minutes. And before I knew it, two hours. Yeah, ago, like, man. Yeah. It's like the, there's so many hooks. Like for me, there for are. me, when I was first playing through zero, I would, I would like rush home from work and be like, okay, I'm going to, I want to see what's happening next in zero and then i would do like i would play pool for an hour and then i would do karaoke for an hour and then like oh there's a new sub story let me follow where, where the sub story goes and it's just and then i was like damn i didn't do anything in the main story now going to, it's midnight and i should go to sleep uh well and then there's like the i'm just doing games, online but, karaoke yeah, exactly. <laughs> what have i done with my life but i mean even the mini games like there's a whole management yeah. sim where you're trying to build your own business i can't i probably sunk three hours yep. into that mini yep. game like trying to get that money and build that business and like multiple times i'm like why am i just playing that mini game okay five more minutes you know and it happened consistently over and over and i was just really impressed with uh with the entire package like it's it's really something i was not expecting to like as much as i have right on man i'm glad that you liked it (laughs) dude all this talk of like yakuza and gangs i i was watching tokyo rager i don't know if you've seen that anime or heard that manga it's it's about high school delinquents <laughs> that are trying to become Yakuza. Man, I'm like, this gets me hyped. So okay. I, okay. I want more Yakuza so, so fighting in my life. In that same vein of thinking, I have been enjoying Yakuza so much. And I'm like, okay, I need a new show to fall asleep at two at night. So I started picking back up Naruto. Yeah. I watched the third season of Naruto. Like the out of season? nowhere. Okay, good no, for the you. third. Because I think we third. watched the oh, first okay. two in college, right? Yeah, yeah. I because of me. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. So now I'm like back on the Naruto train. It it feels good. And at yeah. the same time, like I'm like, what am I doing? Okay. All right, let's just do it. Let's just You hop gotta in. do it. 
I, I, I'm hoping this will lead you to the One Piece train oh someday. Oh my god! I think that train is too long. It's that train intimidating. is long as. <laughs> Guys, listen. The truth is, it's actually not enough. Damn. <laughs> you really start to love it. You realize it's not. It's too short. If if I was a One Piece stand, I would probably say the same thing. <laughs> I couldn't sleep the other night, and it's like two in the morning, and I'm looking up watch watch orders. I'm like, okay, yeah, so go. I got to watch 101 go. episodes, then I got to watch the movie, then I got to jump yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and then we got we, speaking of movies, we still need to go see that Demon Slayer movie. Yes, we do. Oh, the Mugen train. train. Yeah, yeah. That, I yeah, I'm a big Demon Slayer fan too. We can talk anime. Yo, that's I know cool. we've been talking yeah. about starting an anime offshoot where it's me trying to get him to watch animes, and then we <sighs> review them because. I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen. So good. JJK is solid. Oh man, like right now it's exciting because like there's like the three prong shonen anime. Yeah. You have My Hero, Demon Slayer, and JJK. Yeah. And it's like for growing up, it was like Dragon Ball, then you go to Naruto, and then there's also Bleach. like Bleach One and One Piece, Piece are, are also there. Um, which are which are also great themselves, but like in terms of like modern sense, like those three are really holding down like Bro, One Piece is always holding down. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to put some respect. I want to put some respect on One Piece. I want to put some respect on One Piece. Like <laughs> y'all are a thousand episodes, uh, episodes in, and I, I respect that. There's a reason why it's been around for so long as well. So. Naruto's great too. There's, I'm, I'm glad you're back in that. I've been actually watching, um, like the like some Instagram videos or TikToks will come up where people make reels of it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should go watch Boruto. Like I'm, kind yeah. Of, I heard. I heard like Boruto is uh, or Boruto has gotten. Uh, it's picking up. It, yeah, it, it it's picked up, which is like I tried. I tried watching Boruto as like putting on the background, but yeah. uh, which is nice for that. But it's it it took a long time to get where it, where it is now, and for sure, I would never tell anyone to like watch a hundred episodes and then it gets good. Yeah, it's hard. It's so, a hard sell, right? Yeah. To tell people like I can give you when I say give it five people, that's that's a viable number. Hundred. Give it a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, my, that's that my friend's self one piece. Give it 130 episodes. Like, no, don't, don't tell him that. Just well, and him. the thing about Naruto is, like, I keep falling asleep to it, but I just watch the next episode and it picks me right back up. Like, I know oh. exactly what just happened. Yeah, unless it's a fight episode, then you got, then you got to check it out. Yeah, it's an easy, sure. it's an easy follow. Yeah, and there's like yeah. three minutes of intro and like four minutes of outro, so you can really get through those episodes quickly. Dude, those outro intros, Chuchu Kitensen has maybe the best outro in that first 12 <sighs> episodes. That song is fire. <laughs> Big facts. It is so good. Yeah, Lost in Paradise. Oh my god! I was humming that uh, the other day. I love that song. That's a good one. Um, you know what else has good music? Is Bravely Default too. There's my segue. Yeah, um, I've been playing that. It's good. I like it. Yeah, I like a good job class system, and I it's definitely mm-hmm. a departure from the first Bravely Default in that the thing that turns everyone off with Bravely Default one is the the repeating element right you kind of think okay it, it, a couple times you're like great great and then to really get that true ending for the people that want to see that you know you have to do it quite a bit and i'm not seeing that so far like i don't have any hints of we're mm. going to be living in we're not groundhogs day in the universe over and over again and um i you know trials of mana was big this year summer for me too but uh pokemon unites also came and ruined my life like i'm like i never knew i'd love a moba but i love pokemon uh so my mm. son's name is asher and when my wife approached me about it i think i've talked about this on the podcast she's like okay i'm thinking about this name and i said yes really fast and she was always like huh why then my brother-in-law goes is that so you can make a Pokemon reference the day after he's born? He finally put it together. I was like, yes. I said it out loud. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah it's like yeah sure done unite is yeah. a really good light moba i like that it's 10 minutes it's really tight mm-hmm. um yep it, it it's hard because both these games have high, you can't have undivided attention like with barely default 2 you i lose a lot i'm wiping a lot yeah Ooh. okay who's your main michael who's your pokemon unite main zarara Oh, you're a speedster player. Yep, I gotta okay. move fast. We got. I'll give you my friend code. I'm a Venusaur guy. Okay. <laughs> no, I like the I like the range attack. I like just he can kind of defend too. Yeah. Shelby, so you tried? I did. Yeah, too, right? I played as Eldegloss. Oh yeah, the healer, the support. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, he's yeah, strong. I, I, or she. I only played like five or ten rounds. I enjoyed it. I just haven't gone back to it and played. Um, and then I saw that Eldegloss may have gotten nerfed as of today. I saw an article like yeah, that. Yeah, I posted yeah. something in our Discord, right? I think I posted that uh, image. But I mean, this game has really taken the world on fire, it feels like. Everyone seems to really be enjoying it. I think people are surprised that it's as good as it is for a MOBA oh, yeah. with the Pokemon name slapped on it. I mean, it makes yeah. sense, right? Like, MOBAs are about big rosters and different games. But like, oh, you want a big roster? Here's 900 plus <laughs> Pokemon. Like, yeah. I like that it's not hour long games or thirty minutes. Dota can be really long. Heroes of the Storm can be long. Ten minutes, and then there's even quick matches, which are nice. I wish the quick matches. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah, five minute quick matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was playing Greninja on the demo map, and he's fun to run around on like those three v three maps. The three v three side too. For someone that I've always kind of liked MOBAs from a distance, I've never been like, let's watch the international, let's watch Dota, let's you know, and that's yeah. in our backyard. That's here in Key Arena. We live in Seattle. Ooh. But this is this is a home run for me. Like I'm going to sink. I could see the hours leaving my life when I look back, like on the timer. I think I'm going to be putting a lot of time in this this year and yeah. the foreseeable future. I'm uh, my 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 girlfriend plays. Uh, she's yeah. the one who actually got me into it. Uh, I was like, oh, like. I've been following Pokemon Unite because we cover it for GameSpot, um, and then she's like, she was she'd been playing it. And I'm like, oh, I, you know, we we could play together. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And now now I'm like, I'm doing my dailies like without yeah. her. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, yeah. it's like, oh, you want to do your dailies now? I already knocked it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's um. So here's the thing: is like I've been out. I've been I've been like a like I was a hardcore Counter Strike player. Uh, I always love the Battlefield series, but I've kind of like dipped out of uh, competitive multiplayer just because mm-hmm. like, I don't know, um, I, like I play Final Fantasy 14, but mostly like I don't do. That's co-op. Yeah, right? exactly. Really? It's yeah. like we're all working towards the, uh, the same goal is, um, yeah, it's not, not necessarily, there's PVP, but I, I don't, you don't have to do PVP, so I don't like touch it's not that. As intense. Oh, yeah, not that as intense. That too. Like if you play I mean? PVP, it's more like, I just want to get the rewards for completing yeah, this. I want to smash. Yeah. I want to get out some aggression. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. I'm whatever the, the, the point captures <laughs> are cool too, but like, I'm just here to like get yeah. out of my system. So I've kind of dipped out of competitive games mostly because like, I just like, I played, I've reviewed Valorant too. I liked Valorant a lot, but right. as soon as I, I was, as soon, yeah, as soon as I was like, like I put in my like 40, 50 hours into it for review. I was like, okay, I'm good. I've had my fill. Um, so going, so playing Pokemon Unite, I'm like, damn, I'm getting toxic. <laughs> I, I, I never thought I'd do it again. I'm, I'm like, I'm so, I'm glad that there's no voice chat on Switch like for this. Yes. Cause that's what makes it perfect. Yeah. No yes. One can make anybody feel bad. Yes. That's the thing. Exactly. That's the, the thing. only voice, the only like voice commands that you can do in the game are like, I'm going top lane. I'm going bottom lane. Right. I need right. help here. That's it. That's it. Obviously, you can play with your homies on Discord, yeah, yeah. and they can make you feel like trash, right? You know, because <laughs> they're your friends, and then it's okay. Right? Yeah. But no, I I think that's a huge part of it. I think that's a big part of why. It, obviously, there'll be Twitch streamers, and there'll be people that will be toxic, right? Because that's how they make their mm-hmm. 
views or whatever. But people that right, just want to yeah. have fun and play the game, they they don't know if they're bad or they don't know if they're doing whatever. It's great. And also watching your Pokemon yeah. dunk a ball on someone is yeah, great, that, dude. Yeah. Boom. Posterize oh, them. Oh. Yeah. Yo, getting posterized, get that hundred, <laughs> yeah. that hundred, hundred score goal. Like, yes. ooh, let's go! You, you wait that fifty for. Oh, and the way the circle's like, yes, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna uh, get it. Yeah. Oh, it's so satisfying. It's Blocking so one feels good too. It is. Oh yes. I wish they did some animations for that. I'm waiting to see. I'm curious <laughs> what their roadmap is for releasing new content. So they yeah. had Gardevoir come out last week, which mm-hmm. I think is great. I'm like, they can't be pumping out one a week because that would be insane. So if they did like one every other month or one every – they should do one every month, right? That yeah. would probably keep people's interest. Blastoise is on the horizon and someone else too. They haven't announced it yet. But okay. I'm, wow, man. This is a good game. Yeah, I'm, game. I'm, I'm into it. Like I get so f- – frustrated playing the game but i'm always every time i finish a match i'm like damn we lost a grip all right let's go again yeah 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 i don't mind i don't mind losing like okay yeah and like the 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 10 minute matches is so that's so important because like if you're having a bad match you can move on yeah like imagine like doing a 40 minute match where you're just like the entire time you're just wheeling like in like league or dota like damn that's I, i used to play heroes of the storm um and just kind of like, all right, I just I, I can't leave because I'm gonna get penalized. Also, shit, I'm just like, all right, I'll, I'll live with yeah. it. But like the fact that Pokemon is like ten minute ranked matches, like that is such mm-hmm. a key part of it. For sure, yeah, I think it's the big part of it. Also, the drip. Like my Venusaur has the goggles. I think that's oh, part yeah. I want the town flame flying yeah. suit. I, and you know what? Actually, speaking of outfits, I always see you wearing a Mariners jersey. So we talked about this. I have hey, to ask. Okay. Yeah, are you are you a Mariners fan? I'm a Ken Griffey Jr. fan. That's the right yes. answer. I'm yes. just saying, is it the kid? Is it yeah. the kid? Oh, absolutely, man. man. Yo, okay. uh, like one of the when my brother had a Genesis, I was playing uh or was it yeah, I think it was a Genesis when uh Ken Griffey's I think home run uh, uh winning yeah home run or w- winning run, I think I think it was or that was that the N6. I can't remember which mm-hmm. one it was, but Ken Griffey had like he had like um he had SNES, uh, Genesis, and N6. Baseball, the, the yeah. best baseball game ever on Super you, Nintendo. Big facts, I yeah. Know. And that, like, <laughs> I, sure. I, I used to watch baseball, like, uh, just because my, my dad was, like, super into sports. He's a yeah. Mets fan. Uh, he's, oh. in, he's, he's from New York. Yeah. Uh, he likes all the Splato, Splato. New York teams, which <laughs> it's fine. Like, I don't know, get over it. But, like, <laughs> I mean, that's your choice. So right? Yeah, but, yeah, but for me, it was like, best coast. I agree. <laughs> but for me, I was like, oh, I'm playing Ken Griffey's game. Uh, so I'm going to play as Ken Griffey because that's what you're supposed to do. So like yeah. when I watch actual base, I'm like, oh, yo, the video game guy is real. Mm-hmm. And like so like growing <laughs> up, growing up it is the batting stance, bro. It's the batting stance. It's the yo, swing. He has the, the swing. swing. Oh, my God. Ken and he has the best swing out of any baseball player oh ever. And he, so whole... he he's left handed mm-hmm. and then I'm right handed. But like I was playing T-ball like in elementary school and I'm like, yeah, but I could I could bat left handed, and I would like try and do like his, his swing too, like because he has like the, the like the strong upright stance, mm-hmm. like the, the the with the with he gets the, little, the wiggle, yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit, because like cut. yeah, oh my god, he just gets under the ball mm-hmm. and then just under the ball and like the way he just like holds the bat up after a swing, oh, 
It's okay. Oh, I got a, I got a good story to tell you about King Griffith Jr. in my childhood, just really uh, quick aside, because yes. I knew I, I had a lot. I want to just say those segues. I went from Pokemon costumes <laughs> to your costumes to this. That was <laughs> yep. right, ten points for me. But uh, my dad, growing up, when he was, I, and I always talk about this. I've, I haven't said it in a few episodes. My dad worked at Nintendo growing up, and then he worked at EA Sports. When oh, okay. But when he was in computer, uh, getting his computer science degree after he was out of the shipyard because he got hurt. He worked as a, he, his friend owned a car stereo place where they would start car stereos. So one day a young guy comes in, it's King Griffey Jr. My dad installs the car stereos um, and he gives my dad tickets and I'm like four or five. And I, my first Mariners game, it says personal guest to King Griffey Jr. on our seats. I, I love yeah 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 i've been that was like one of the cool things and then nintendo owned the mariners for a period of time when i was a kid like i but ken griffey has a very special my very first game i was i got that on my seat and i felt real ah cool. that that's so, cool oh, man you could never go back like you peaked you peaked on your first one yeah, that's yeah, so big deal. damn that's so cool man yeah, yeah thanks cool no i i so you're you're cool in my book. <laughs> yeah, man. He, made it, he made baseball cool, man. Like, damn, it hasn't been cool. I know. I like soon as he left, and then Ichiro brought it back for me. Mm-hmm. For yeah, too, but there's just something about the kid, you know. Like, yeah, you yeah, just like big, big respect, yeah. and and to you too for that. And um, but in with Pokemon Unite, I think we should move into the news here too because Pokemon yeah. Unite's part ten cent. Story aside, I had to tell that Tencent it had some stock market hits today. If you saw Shelby, did you? I know you're probably always paying attention to that because you're the real business. The real man. businessman. Um, I don't know a lot of Tencent, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, uh, oh, Tencent owns uh, everything. Everything. Right, yeah. yeah, they're one of the I biggest. I don't personally own companies. any Tencent on the stock market, though. Yeah. Got you. Got you. That's what. That's what someone would yeah. say. That's what. That's <laughs> yes. what a Tencent owner would say. That's what they tell the shareholders to say. So yeah. <laughs> well, China's cracking down on them because they're doing a lot of stuff with limiting kids' online access. But the the like the term that's going around, they called it spiritual opium hmm. today, <laughs> um, in like a news conference, and that's coming out. I, if video games are spiritual opium, I've never done opium. I'm not saying you should do opium, but spiritual opium is pretty rad. I love video games. So I hope they're not saying they're bad for you. It's it's a big bold move because I'm guessing I'm I'm assuming the stock took a big hit because that's a big market for them obviously. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder if what what is going to come from this if they that's going to really hurt their bottom line they don't realize how much money they're making or is this a calculated cut in cost. I, I don't know. I feel I feel like Tencent is so huge that like this will probably like it'll it might make a dent but what's a dent going to do to a multi billion dollar company who has like right. wild influence right. um i don't right. like 10 cent has their hands like obviously they they own riot uh and they like the the, the whole mobile the mobile market shouts out to my homies at fanbite that is also a 10 cent uh company so uh i got i got mad love for for <laughs> everyone at fanbite but like the um, i don't know man it's it's like th- things like this like big companies get hit with things like this all the time but yeah. They'll live. And, and they'll bounce back, right. right? I mean, considering how fast the news cycle kind of changes on us, who knows where this is actually going to be in three months. I mean, media branding mm-hmm. online, naming it opium is probably the deepest dig you could give, especially in China with their nasty history with opium. Yeah. So I think that's yeah. a little yeah. maybe uncalled for. Yeah. But, um, you know, their rhetoric obviously worked because it's in the news. Yeah. 
maybe that's why they said it. But it also kind of makes me think of like the '90s in America when they're like, "Oh, video games cause yeah. violence. Video games do this." Like, it is it a spiritual opium? Regulation of time for kids should be good, but that should be like the parents yeah. doing that, right? Like the parents. It, it comes down to me again. This is me putting my teacher hat. If you want your kid to do something, you should do it because you're the parent. You don't need to be like game company. Make it so they can't do it because I don't want to deal with them. Fight. No, you go deal with them. Tell them no. You get you do x amount like you you pick the number Talk yeah to your kid. but but this is it's know. also a, a place in which um strict regulations can be um, implemented as well so like True. for us like americans it's a, it, a lot of that's be yeah. like you know that parents like you y'all need to like re- regulate your kids uh in a way but like right, right. Uh, the chinese government right. is definitely uh the type to be like oh we know that you're under 18, so we're shutting off your access to this thing from this time to this time. You're done, son. Right. Uh, so yeah, I think yeah. I think like something like this could have bigger repercussions there than it would like somewhere here. Like, well, it's to the youth. Do you think it could shift into the adults there in China too? Uh, well, that's what I'm actually curious to see. It's hard to yeah, hard to yeah, say. Right? Because, like... but maybe they did it with the kids because the kids aren't the real money winner. It's the adults mm-hmm. that have a job. <laughs> and provide right they're like okay workforce this is your payment you can play unlimited uh yeah. you know <laughs> and uh, or uh no what's the other big one um the shooter oh uh crossfire uh, it's uh, a chicken winter dip, uh, chicken dinner oh, pubg pubg Thank yeah you. I lost me. yeah right i know that's huge over there oh absolutely I, it's just an interesting move right but i maybe it's a good move too because kids have no money so that that's the real answer like <laughs> Michael Jordan, F them kids. Well, kids you know that movie. <laughs> oh well, my god. Speaking of parenting yeah. your kids, if you never wanted your kid to go to an Ariana Grande concert, you are that. out of luck because she is going to Fortnite. So their kid can go now and you cannot feel Damn. bad about it. You can be like, all right, hey, yeah, you can go watch that. Um I, for free. For free. Uh, I you know, I we poo-pooed uh the original concerts they did in the past, but those have proven to be pretty rad. Uh I mean, the, I don't know if you watch the videos of those concerts. They really take out all the stops. Yeah. Like, just watching the the, re, the replays of them, I was pretty impressed with what they put on in that sphere. I know. Well, and Marshmallow had his and Travis Scott and all that. I think the big thing is I'd want a VR headset for it, personally, just so I can be plugged in. And I think that's the move that they're moving to. Mm. I'd be down for virtual concerts, especially in this climate <laughs> that we're in with the pandemic. Um, I... You know, yeah. I think Pokemon did some great stuff with Post Malone and Katy Perry. I'd like to see Pokemon get in the virtual concert space. I just really hope they sell a Pete Davidson <laughs> yeah. concert. Oh my God. No, thanks. <laughs> what, I'd just be, you'd look like the Joker. <laughs> like, you'd look like Jared Leto Joker. Well, I mean, they used to date, right? Oh, so I think it'd be a perfect God. opportunity for him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Him to get his revenge. <laughs> Fortnite is Fortnite is wild. Man. I, it, do you think Fortnite's a video game or is it an experience like Roblox? As we get to, it's both, right? It's both. It's Best both. One thousand percent is both. I'm waiting to see how that plays oh out God. before it's still too. That's supposed to be coming in the yeah. next few weeks, right? Supposedly, <laughs> but we'll see. I guess, like, yeah, like. Listen, she wanted it. She got it. <laughs> uh, like the the the. I, for, Fortnite is one of those things that like I re- I reviewed Fortnite like back in 2017 whenever like first mm-hmm. blew up and I was like yo it was like pretty cool battle royale but like the building and like I don't know, so shit and then like who knew it became like the biggest pop culture phenomenon in like the long in a really long time um, but I don't know like seeing like shit like this I'm always like 
I'm like, I got my old man hat on. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> kids is doing this, this dumb. What is this? What is this? There's some news about Fortnite. It's probably dumb, but I'm also like, what is it? Damn. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I respect y'all. You got right? Superman? Like, I'm always like, it's no. Like, way. Oh, damn. Y'all got the Superman skin? Like, damn. <laughs> y'all got the LeBron James skin? Like, I know. Damn. I know. LeBron James. Kind of, kind of want to play. Dude, yo, you know that our Ariana Grande skin is coming then. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah. Gonna, Ariana Grande versus Travis Scott versus LeBron James versus Kratos versus Ooh, Master Chief, bro. Let's the go. Final yeah. battle royale. I am um, yep. the the sign in for me will be when the Ninja Turtles come. Oh, that'd be sick. You know that's on the way. <gasps> It'd be over. Yeah. It'd be over. Like, okay, I can dude, be Michelangelo. I don't think the Ninjas have many top forty hits, though. I'm just saying. Hey, dude, I, that was actually my first concert as a kid. Was Ninja Turtles in concert? I, we've <laughs> joked about that in the past. Yeah. Oh man, have you ever skipped a rock again? Go YouTube that video for anybody that's never seen it. It's a scene from Master Splinter's song. And scrub through it. Do not watch the whole video. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's not. It's it's gonna kill you. But it's it's so bad. It's awesome. <laughs> um, speaking of bad. Getting struck by lightning is bad. This is our final news story. So someone, it was a man was struck by lightning through a video game controller, right? It was in Robertson County uh, in Tennessee. Of course it'd be in Tennessee. Of course there. Of course. Like I was like, where, where I, my actual first guess, if I said someone would get struck by lightning with a video game controller, what state would you say? Three, two, one, go. Uh, Florida. <laughs> That's right. Florida's the right answer. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Florida would be my first guess, right? Florida man. <laughs> Why? I don't. I have so many questions. Why would you do this? Why would he be outside? What is going on? Because they don't like every article I could find. It just says he's okay. Um, but okay, here's the other question and thought I had to it. What controller would you want to get shocked with in your hand? Which what's what, what are you going down with if you have a video game? Probably, probably a Dual Shock Four, nice. just because like. Listen, writers make your headlines. Right. Dual like all oh, man's man shocked by dual shock. I don't know, right? Ooh, Something like go. that. Dude, yeah, it, it's great. Is it bad marketing if it's in your hand, or can it be great marketing if your hand? That's the other thing too. I was thinking about. No. Yeah, listen, or it would have to be a like, oh man, like you know, PC peripherals always got little like <laughs> extravagant brands always trying right. to like do some dumb. Uh, I'm trying to like think of uh, who Mad Cats. What what PC Mad? Yeah, like a Mad Cats. Like yo, was with a uh, like a 12 bun MMO mouse shocked by while he was raiding. Like I mean, I don't know. okay, I get I'd it. probably go with Listen, a fight like, stick because that seems like the most. Oh, yeah, that's go. good. Yeah, there you, go. you were actually having a battle with someone outside, right? You're like let's go. Let's just Final Fantasy. It's like yo, God, God did his quarter circle forward on you. <laughs> guilty Gear. There's a lightning strike. The new Guilty Gear has gotten very extreme. As my understanding would be my response it's like yo riding came out and or raiding came out and struck me with lightning bro like oh yeah mortal Kombat. that's the game that would be it i I told you there was a storm coming bro i told you (laughs) oh man so we're gonna move into our final segment of the show and we like to do things like random questions it's something i thought of and it's just a great icebreaker it's a would you rather and it's would you rather on JRPG subjects? So we just finished this month. We tried to get you on, but the, I we I was gone for a week taking a vacation with the fam, and we did JRPG July, and we're kind of wrapping that up. Mm-hmm. Even though I'll be playing Bravely Default for a grip here. Yep. Um, but these would you rather's for JRPGs? I think when you play them, there's just certain experiences you get. So I'm gonna ask which one you guys would prefer. You can tell me why, which one you would not prefer. But uh, okay, 
JRPG, would you rather would you spend rather spend time doing side quests or item crafting? Probably side quests, because um, I feel like there's potential storytelling value in side quests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I get a lot more content out of the side quest. Item crafting is nice when the when the materials like come to me, unless it's like a super special sword or something. Then you gotta go to grind that out. So. I do love a super special sword. That's the thing. But super special sword. But when it's in a side <sighs> yeah. quest, it is better. Again, Final Fantasy Four, you get the rat tail. You have to go talk to someone underground. Then you get Excalibur built by accident. You're like, what are you doing? You're like, and then you're just OP. For oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cecil, Cecil, whatever you prefer. Yep. <laughs> on. Uh, I'm a side quest guy yep. too. Okay, next. Would you rather have a linear map or a world map? I, you know what? I would actually go with linear map. Really? Yeah. Like, oh, well, I mean, like, not that I like, uh, not that I strongly prefer one or the other. It really depends on what they do with it. But I think right. that uh, for for me, I was just like, oh, if you if you built out a linear map, like. Okay, cool. Then I have less anxiety about, about missing something. <laughs> yeah, 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 good call. Good call. I, I I can't even think of a JRPG with a linear map. Uh, Fire Emblem would be linear because you kind of just have chapters. You have your hub. Okay. Yeah. Um, Lost Odyssey? Keep... Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy X kind of was yeah. the first one. There are side quests, but you're, you're going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen more world maps than I have linear yeah. maps in the JRPGs in my JRPG experience. One thing I'm not crazy about on the world map is like trying to backtrack every yeah. once in a while, but that's also where you can like work in the grind a little bit. That so is correct. I get the appeal of that. Yeah. Right. If I ever have to backtrack, that's my time to grind. I love a world map because like you'll you'll stumble upon a random bad guy or my, like Final Fantasy VI when you're flying around the airship in the world map and you get that vulture that attacks you. Yeah. That's wild because that's the first time I'm like, no, I'm supposed to be safe in my ship. You're not, you're yeah. not safe anywhere. Yeah. All right, next. Would you rather have this horrible scenario happen? <laughs> lose hours of progress or overwrite a save file? Uh, so if you overwrite a save file, at least you still have your save file. Now, the question is, are you a multiple save file guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. give me 10, 10 save slots, that's not enough. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a winner. I, I really only, oh, I, how yeah. do you live I, really uh, i just gotta make sure i i it's it is hanging you know I, maybe i create more anxiety for myself than i realize what if that file corrupts man i'll start over if i really like oh, the game oh my god oh, oh man. damn and you'll lose hours of progress right so i'll take losing <laughs> hours of progress like it's it's happened i've yeah. been there right and then sometimes when yeah. you lose hours of progress like i remember i played uh pokemon black and white and i was maybe at the sixth gym and i was like my starter sucks and I didn't like him, and I restarted because I wanted to try the pig, and the pig was the right answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> to take the man. Take losing yeah. progress. Because when you overwrite a save file, too, you might have something special there. Or what if you, like, I have a son, and he's mm-hmm. getting into JRPGs and video games, and I'm like, do not save on this save file because he wants to play Trials of Mana. I'm like, I'll make you one with the new game plus. Oh, if you yeah, save yeah. over this, I will lose my new game plus. It's a dangerous um, game. Dangerous. It's a dangerous game you're playing. At that point, you gotta get you gotta get right. different hard drives, different. If it's on Switch, you gotta get a different uh, different SD card, bro. You gotta sure. protect sure. yourself. And that's one thing that I liked about Like a Dragon is the autosave was constantly running, and but they gave you as many save slots as you yeah. wanted. So I would always hard save, but I never really needed it. Much. What's the Journey song? Yeah. Isn't there a yeah, Journey song yeah. about like dangerous game or mind games? That was like in my back of my head when you said dangerous games. right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, he, he can also have his own files and do it there. That was the other thought too. But I wanted him to get the new plus so he could have items and be OP. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather have random battles or see the enemy and then get into an encounter? What's your preferred encounter? I definitely, I feel like seeing enemies uh, in the mm-hmm. field kind of makes it, their, their presence is felt. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. those are the monsters that are embodying this world. I think it does a lot more for like immersing you. Uh, like I, I I don't mind random battles, but I think seeing enemies is just like oh, that little touch yeah. that kind of like makes it feel a little bit more uh, involved. Or if your party's like low on health, you can like dodge out of the way right. and kind of play that metagame a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the gatekeeper's like, no, you have to not know. And then your party wipes and you lose hours of progress. No, I'm definitely, I think it is the little touch. I'm good. It's the experience. I think it goes a little bit above and beyond too. And it's the, it's still a random encounter because they're going to be in random spots as they move around. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you there fight on a battle grid or in a scene so i think like turn-based like traditional scene style or top down like final fantasy tactics fire emblem mm. advanced mm. wars this one i think it would be the one i if i can go i'll take a grid every day final fantasy tactics all day forever i feel i feel like i feel like uh like if you base a battle system around a grid uh there's potential for a lot more depth mm-hmm. uh and like the the strategy the tactical element to it mm-hmm. um but I do prefer uh, like a battle scene mm. uh, just to like for the spectacle, yeah. mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, so. I, I think the metagame changes a lot when you go from a battle grid to an in scene, right? Yeah. Like with Yakuza, because it's what we're most recently playing, like there's a little bit of positioning, but for the most part, you just know what your next attack is. Yeah, you don't just think about row. much else. Yeah. Whereas when you add the grid, you know, sometimes you're pushing enemies or pulling enemies or AoEs. So. I go to it and Jan Ochoa talks about grid feel. Good, you need to have good grid, grid, good grid feel. It's yep. important. It's super important. I heard him yeah. say that. I was like, yes, that was the first person that ever said that. And I was like, <sighs> he's right. Something about yeah. having that. I, I would always take a grid because, again, the, strate- the strategy of it, but like uh, Project Triangle Strategy. When I was playing the demo for that, uh-huh. I am so excited for that game because it has a lot oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. interacting with the environment. I like when they do that too in the battle yes. grid, in the scene. I, I don't know, man. I, I will take a grid. I like a scene. Um, I do. I do like uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses because it, it's a good, really good blend yes, of both. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is really good. But the cutscene to the characters fighting, and then when they yeah. have dialogue, Fire Emblem Three Houses is just a great game. Like I've been thinking about facts. replaying that again. And Big I, facts. I need yep. to the DLC. <laughs> what, what house do you recommend for that, Michael? If we can have a quick Fire Emblem I chat think... here. Damn. I feel like if you go Yellow Deer, it's like anime high school. You're like you guys are buddies yeah. saving the world. Blue is the truest representation of politics, and great. And red is if you hate, you're an anarchist. Like that's kind of my yeah. It, it's it's always hard. Like, uh, damn man. Like, because because each house has has its own its own thing. Yeah. But I, I think like Golden Deer is probably what I would go with, just because of how like the vibe. Yeah, I think it's a lot. The vibe's it's, chill. it's a lot. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more like enjoyable a bit. Like Blue Lines is cool. Like Blue Lines when I uh, first my first run, and then because I was like, oh, Golden Deer is like Hufflepuff. They right. probably don't take themselves too seriously. Right. But I, in a second run, I was like, oh, okay. Like actually, this is this is cool. Like I like their yeah. vibe. I, Black Eagles, I was like, oh. yeah, Black Eagles. It's 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 depressing. Blue is it's just <laughs> tides are turning. Like the political intrigues interesting too because of characters, yeah. and also Felix is the man but you get him right yeah. away on any team that game is so good okay uh travel by airship or fast travel oh, airship 1000 percent. absolutely fast travel is like really yeah. convenient but air airship is like 
I'm in this world. I'm going places in this world. Dude, and then you have your house with all your team kind of chilling on there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yep. you can go talk to them in the airship. Yep. You can get some secret dialogue, which enriches the story, which I think we're all yes. a fan of. What about, how do you feel about no. gummy ships, though? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I nope. am I the only gummy ship bleep? Look at you. I love gummy ships. I like gummy no. ships, too. Thank it's you. so stupid. It's so dumb. Yes, it is. Like, what yeah, the fuck is this? But also, like, I'm going to I'm gonna build this thing, yeah. dog. I'm going to build this real nice. I can't believe they left it. Dude, they should. I cannot believe they left that in Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, if you're going to cut anything, <sighs> cut the gummy ships. If they Come made that now. a phone game, I would buy it. I just remember in Kingdom Hearts 1 getting the Geppetto build, and then you... You you uh, pimp it out like exhibit today. <laughs> you just put I got a turret, I got a TV, I got TV. you make that, and then you have all the lasers go off, and you never miss a shot. It's easy mode. Uh, I don't know, it's so stupid, but I love I love a gummy. <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay, job classes or skill grid? Ooh, uh, I thought about this one for a minute. Um, I think job classes have. Uh, have a lot more um i think there's a little bit more customization if in a like in most job class systems i think that the customization is a lot more it feels a little bit more personal and like okay this character this is what you are going to do this is who you're going to be um so i think like skill grids are like they're cool they're convenient um but i like this i was a big fan of the sphere grid and uh when in 10 that was like the first time i saw that that style of uh, kind of pr- uh, character progression and builds. Um, I just find like a skill grid like hard to process. Personally, that, like, that's just a me thing. I'm like, I look at this like a sphere grid, and I'm like, oh fuck, what do I do with this? Whereas a job, it's like jobs can be overwhelming too because there's like, okay, I now I need to know what path they're on, but like mm-hmm. at least I know they're on a path. Right. Yeah, and see, I would um, almost go skill grid because so. I don't like choosing my classes up front because it feels like, hey, you're gonna go with this class and then you're gonna, then you're mm-hmm. locked. Like you can switch, but then you're gonna have to go back and relevel. And it's like, uh, just give me that skill drip because yeah. now I'm gonna try to go and grab the best skills out of that grid. Well, here's the thing about skill grid. Skill grids allow different style of play, right? If you think of like a wild skill grid, I can make my guy tank, DPS, or healer. Or I think of Children of Morta. You can spec out your character, your playstyle, and I and I like those. Mm-hmm. Some about the job class, and yes, you're right. You're like, okay, this is my white mage. This is my black mage. This is my t- the the warrior. This is the DPS, like the ninja, right? The rogue. And you, but then you can mix and match. Like with Bradley yeah. Fault, there's a class called Beast Master, Beast Tamer, and I love it because it's it's like a really good. It's like Hanet mm-hmm. and yep. Octopath. They did a really good job with that. Shout out to Octopath. Octopath, great game. Best soundtrack ever, too. Yep. But I will always take a job class because it, it also is your flavor. And you, I, I like watching on Twitch. There's a dude, there's a team that reruns Five, Final yeah. Fantasy V, Five is, and they yep. get locked into jobs. Like, oh, I can only, it's a, this person can only be a ranger, or we can do all, we can do all red mages, which no one yeah. wants to do. Red mages <laughs> is not the best. But as a kid, I thought they're so cool. Okay, final one. Have a three-party team or a four-party team? I have to go a four-party team, uh, just because in, in in RPGs and JRPGs, it's all about the power of friendship, right? And when you have like a three-party team, like in uh, I think like uh, Final Fantasy VII, like that's cool. It works for that style of game. That's cool. But like a four-party team really feels like oh, like we're a group of friends. We're doing some dope shit. Squirtle, squirtle. <laughs> um, you know, it's just that added, added element where like, oh, like in, in case there's like 
drama or like some inner party dynamics that are going on in the story like at least someone's not singled out it's like oh i got beef with that dude yeah. but like okay at least like at least they're not singled out in a way it's like, oh damn like there's just there's a lot more potential yeah. for dynamics uh and also in, in combat systems too for sure um i think like persona is a good representation of that of what uh like a four uh 14 party yeah uh could be like i mean i like a lot of jrpgs do for uh four members in a party yeah. but like that that's that's yeah, the sweet it spot. is i agree and the reason i like the four party team is it gives me the ability to play with a character you know what i mean so you got your offense your buff and then your heal and then you got that last one that can kind of float or you can kind of try on a different play style right yeah. I, enjoy. I remember being mm-hmm. sad when i played final fantasy i'm like wait where where's the fourth spot because i played final fantasy four, four yeah. had five guys <laughs> and final fantasy six had the four and then I was like, I need my dude suplex and trains. <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, <laughs> I, I like a four party team too. I just think it, and I think about Final Fantasy Nine, which I love too. That's like a or uh, Suikoden, yep. Suikoden, right? That's how you say it. I think it's where you have a hundred uh, yeah, people, yeah. Uh-huh. and sometimes there'll like be a background shot of your dude shooting somebody from a mountain. I was watching clips of that. Uh, yeah. So, and I know we have a buddy that and I are. Um, he, he got in early on. Oh, what's the game? They announced it. Uh, Eludian Chronicles. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got on the Kickstarter for that way back when. So I'm hoping that still comes to a Switch. But I'm, I'm curious to see what they do yeah. with that. And, uh, well, Michael, that is it for us today. Uh, where yeah. can people find you? Ooh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash Michael P. Hyam um, to keep up with uh, anything that I do. So I share a lot of my work there. Like when I do something dope, uh, I shout it out. I I'll link it. Also, just a lot of my personal life is also on there, too. So, you know, if you, if you want some of that, go ahead and, and peep that. Um, also, uh, late night rants about or not rants like I'm, 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 I'm very uh, uh, I tend to be very uh, not toxic. I'm not negative on Twitter at all, uh, but I, uh, no, we only hang out with toxic people, <laughs> Michael. I don't know Damn. if you got the memo. This is a really toxic uh, podcast. Yeah, no, dude, you're a very yeah. nice Aww, guy. I think yeah. you're very. Reasonable. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, you can keep up with all my stuff uh, if you wanna if you wanna peep that there. I'm mostly on that, but also uh, Gamespot.com is the site that I work at, and like, there's a lot of dope people working on some dope stuff. So. GameSpot Giant Bomb, we are uh, ever closely working together more and more uh, as the as time has gone on. So I know Giant Bomb has a ton of like new content that they're doing, bringing in new people, still keeping that spirit alive over at Giant Bomb. And uh, also, yeah, in GameSpot, we're just like constantly putting out a ton of dope stuff. So uh, check out those websites. Keep up with video games and uh, holla at your boy on Twitter because that's the that's the only social media I really use. Yeah, and JRPGs, man. That if you Yo. want to talk to someone, just hit them up. That's what Yo, I did. If you, listen, yeah, li- hey, listen, my DMs is open. <laughs> Don't say that. Um, Don't say that. It, no, they're gonna flood you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if if it's past one a.m. on the West Coast and I'm still tweeting up a storm, yeah. I'm probably crying yeah. about JRPGs because that's just what I do. So hit me up. Well, thanks for being with us, man. Really appreciate your time. Yeah. yeah of course it's always fun yeah dude hey and i hope the best for yep. all the stuff going on with you and your personal life and again yeah. watching you do e3 yeah. that was really rad and i'm happy for you yeah. and all your success Aww. and thank you again for coming on the show thank you yeah yeah, yeah. For sure and if you want more of us feel free to follow us on our social channels in the attached description we're also on discord leave us a review if you would five stars if you would be so kind that is a wrap for this week we are out play your games peace Thank <laughs> you.